0: You are listening to Down Home. Faith, family, and community. These are the words that come to mind after having a conversation with our next guest, Nicole Johnson. Nicole is all about advancing the black community in Nova Scotia with frank and honest discussion on her community radio show, A Seat at the Table. She also plays a vital role in community outreach in the Preston area through the public library. So stay tuned as Nicole shares her Scotia story with me and Jay. Welcome to Down Home the Nova Scotian Experience by two black men. I'm Derek Wise and as always we have Jay Jones. What's happening? And our guest this week is Nicole Johnson, a host of the Down Home radio show Seat <laughs> at the Table. Nicole, how you doing?
1: I'm I'm loving life, <laughs> living awesome. and loving life. I'm doing that's, well. That's Thank good you. to
2: hear. This time, uh, you you know, you're on the other side I of the table. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, full disclosure. Full disclosure. We actually visited uh, Nicole's radio show when me and Jay were down home a couple of weeks ago. Visiting, yeah. And uh, she so graciously had us on her on her show, and um, she's re- and she's uh, returning the favor for us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the well, that's, best what family, moments. that's what yeah. family do right we just right. exchange exchange dinner tables that's yeah all the, we do.
2: the best moments are the moments <laughs> shared you know what that's i'm right. saying that's yeah right.
0: true right. true <laughs> all, right. all right well let's jump into it all right uh one thing that we didn't talk about because we were the one being interviewed i guess <laughs> uh where did you grow up in uh, nova scotia give us a little bit of your background some of your story
1: wow That's a that's a load of question. I am proudly a daughter of the village of the East Preston, Preston Township area. And I and I love my community. Absolutely love my community. Had a great childhood. My family still resides there. My grandmother, who's now 84, um, 83, sorry, um, still lives there, both of them. Both of my grandfathers are passed on now, but they're they're two there. And they're living, they're thriving, they're doing all these things, you know, as if they're, you know. Still in their 60s so um grew up in a great large family you know where there was creative play music playing all the time and being outdoors and just all of that so I have a love for family and if I could afford a big family I would do it the way that I was raised in and that's always you know making room at the table and that's what we did you know we weren't I know back in the day they made those um comments about children should be seen and not heard I hate that yeah. term because you don't know if something's going on with the kid and they're trying to tell you something you keep shoving them off. That never happened in our household. So I I thank God for my grandparents. I thank God because she pretty much raised us. Um, so from East Preston, one of the three, four, sorry, black communities east of Dartmouth. And um, historically, you know, we are, we're a proud people. And, um, you know, we we've been through some challenges and they shoved us up there in that community so we can die off. But the people cultivated the land. So for that, I'm proud of them. And they've been, you know, trying to keep keep it real. You know, I don't know if you guys understand that scripture that comes out of the Bible that says, what good can come out of Nazareth? What good can come out of East Preston, North Preston, Cherrybrook, and Lake Loon? A lot mm. And yeah. a lot has. You've got people yeah. who are doing running their own businesses, black-owned businesses. You have people who are, you know, educators and teaching our children, right? You have people who are also, um, you know, achieving senators and and le- lieutenant governors and all of these great things, right? Um, and and again, to the very basic raising a family, you know, in this day and age and getting through COVID. So mm-hmm. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of I'm proud of my people for coming through.
0: Yeah, yeah right, definitely. so. so. I have uh, I have roots in both Cherry Brook and the Preston area as well. Um,
1: Are you related to the Drummond, by any chance?
0: No, no. Um, the, the Preston area would be Wilson.
1: Okay.
0: And Cherry Brook area is Wise.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: So okay. Um, yeah, I, I I feel you. I, I didn't grow up in the area, but I I I visited many a summer. <laughs> <laughs> so um, definitely, I, I I I feel you. I I I. I understand what you're where you're coming from.
1: Mm-hmm. I Definitely. mean, it, down home was really like you can. People didn't used to lock their doors. Mm. They mm. do now, right? But yeah. you can go to someone's host and feel welcome, right? Yeah. Nobody stopping you at the door. I mean, now it's different yeah. because of all of the violence and stuff that's yeah. going on. So people yeah. that makes people edgy, right? Mm. And because again, we're that street code where you are just kind of like stitches and not all that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But. That's just how it is, you know, Mm. that that feeling of home, that familiarity of both, you know, whether you just like you guys, when you came down home, things have changed around you, but family has still remained the same. Yeah
2: there was really that sense of spirit that I felt right. like the yeah. vibe was in the air. I was like, go <laughs> ahead. Nova Scotia. There's all kinds of condos, but uh, I
0: can <laughs> <Right>. feel you <ya." laughs> Well, on our way to your show. Right. Um, we we stopped, remember Jay, we stopped in at um, the the Tim Hortons there down the street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this, uh, this lady, I'm, I'm, I'm outside waiting for Jay. And this lady goes, comes by and goes, you look like a mumber Oh yes, you sure are. You <laughs> and and, uh, and the thing is though the, that's those are my cousins. <laughs> so there there you go. Like we have like a half hour conversation about, uh, you know uh, family and where we're from and wh- yeah. where our people are from and and uh, where we are now. and that's that's something that like uh, like I said during your radio, we took that for for granted back in the day. and we we you know going home this time around we embraced it definitely yeah Yeah. Yeah. I think um
2: doing this podcast sort of has been so nostalgic and has opened that door so it was like we were ready to just see what what uh, was in store and the stories that we've come up with and and we've seen and the changes it all lends to this like kind of just amazing thing of being from Right. Nova Scotia, even though there's still problems there to face and everything. Right. Yeah. But just like you said, the family, the spirit, that sense of community. Derek just said it. Now, looking back, oh, man, it was it was so strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, uh, talking about community, um, can you give us a little bit of a rundown on your work that you do with the public library?
1: Oh, my gosh. I love it. So here's the best part about this thing. I get to live play, work in my community to get paid to do it. Who mm-hmm. doesn't love that, right? Yeah. I love it. I'm, I get to be creative. I, I serve my community as the Preston Township uh, Community Specialist. And that doesn't mean that I'm a specialist, that I know the expert of it. It means that it's, uh, my role is to focus and specifically bring service and programs specific to the Preston Township area. Our needs are different. Mm-hmm. Our hopes and dreams are different, right? Mm-hmm. We may be cast down, but we are high achievers in everything that we do. So mm-hmm. those things need to reflect the community, not bringing them, you know, what we, what the library or a big organization like that feel that they need. So I just make sure that hey, you know, we got we're, we got a people over here that we need to serve. So you know, I have this mandate on on me to make sure that they're looked after, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's what I do. You know. Um, Break down to the kids. We got a summer reading club going, and we're in the schools. We're going to go to schools in the morning and and get them registered and get them excited and all of that stuff. And then I want to do like a seniors tea luncheon with the seniors, you know, with yeah, our yeah. fascinators and our big hats on, like they do back in aEBA days. right? Yeah. and just you know, bring all that back, dressing up and in your finest. And then the youth, of course, you know, hey, you know, getting them on the golf course outside of basketball, mm-hmm. introducing them to different things, and partnering with the BLM. Goth, in Gough, nova scotia trying to do things differently to help them expand their horizon we want to make sure that like i said the is looked after and they're exposed to you know all these good programs and services that the halifax public library has to offer them. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Now, now being from the community do you find that uh have being able to outreach and uh, approach people in the community it's a little bit easier uh, you might know where they're coming from and who they are and stuff Absolutely. like that. Absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a relationship builder. I'm yeah. always out there doing things. Maybe I'm a little too perky for some people, but that's okay. That's just who I am,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and I make no apology for that anymore. I used to. Oh, really? Because, uh, yeah. Because mm. you know, girl, young ladies like myself, you know, supposed to be a um. Handled with, handled with care kind of thing. And at least that's how I was raised. So, you know, I used to be concerned about what, what people thought. Not care, but concerned. So I always try to appropriate, appropriate myself and be aware of my surroundings. Mm. So, you know, it just helps me how I move in life and just be happy. I celebrate everything, mm-hmm. right? And because I feel that if you bring the energy, somebody else who might be low can catch that. And then they forget about what, what what problems they're suffering or going through, whatever. So I always try to, um, you know, I feel like, I think I told you guys, I feel like the littlest hobo. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Like, yeah. you know, like, well, let's, that's let's what not, I feel like.
0: Let's not mention that. You get Jay singing again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the, the tune just popped into my head. Uh oh, look out.
1: <laughs> no, but I do. And I love that. And that's the thing that stuck with me, right? Like, I remember struggling with that because I, I had to decide. Who I wanted to be, the one that fits in other people's worlds, and and you know, kind of molds into what they want to be, or be what God created me to be. Mm-hmm. So I had to deal with me on that, yeah. And then God dealt with me on that, mm-hmm. and I and I'm so glad because He defined that moment for me. Mm-hmm. Right? You were created for this, 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 and this. Yeah. And I was like, so when I got that awakening,
3: it okay. was easy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, it's like it's like pulling that car into park, you know, when you finally get your cruise control on. Yeah, you're like, yeah. you're yeah. I'm good. I'm good. So yeah, yeah. I like me. I like hanging with me. I'm okay with me. I love me. That's it. good.
3: Right? Well, that's, and I that's, think
1: that's... I I think the love for people thrives me. I think that's mm. the energy I run on. Yeah. And again, I credit my grandmother. I credit my mom. My, my gosh, my mother is a young spirit. And I love her for that. I used mm-hmm. to struggle with that because in a child's mind, that's my mom. Why is she acting like this? She's a little too, you know, friendly, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and one of her friends, and I, and I said that to her a couple of weeks ago, you know, thank you for saying what you said to me years ago. She said, what was that? I said, you helped me come to terms with that. I have a young mother. And I have to allow her to be her. And mm-hmm. after I got that, you know what I mean? I didn't have that pressure to put on mom to make her feel like she was being a mad, bad mother. She wasn't. I just didn't understand that she was a young mother.
0: Yeah. You yeah, know what I
1: mean? Yeah. So she still was, she, she was young and she had me and my yeah. grandmother raised me. So, you know, she's still living on her young life. So, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it happens to a lot of people, you know, and uh, we don't realize it until later on. But I mean, you know, self-awareness is the key to finding out who you are. And it sounds like, uh, you know, you have that community support to (laughs) and now be who you are as a woman. And speaking of community, uh, um, what what was your idea surrounding uh, Seat at the Table? Like, was it the community? Was it uh, some sort of inspiration you had?
1: So so I got this burst of thought, go to the station, because I was just there doing an interview uh, myself and pitch the idea. What idea? I'm having this whole conversation, <laughs> what idea? So he painted the picture. A seat at the table at your dinner table. You always walk people here. You make them feel comfortable at that door. You know, that they take off the shoes because they don't want to dirty up the floor. You have the table prepared. So they know that you have been prepared for them all day. The food is blessed because you're singing and dancing all over it. And now you're going to sit down and have a great conversation where they get to be comfortable, where they get to relax and even open up. And then you're going to serve dessert and you're going to get happy again because now you got sugar high. right? And, and then the vulnerabilities, then the connection. So it came out of that because we've never, as a people, as a woman, have been invited to certain tables. Mm-hmm. And people want to speak for us. People think that they know what we want. So I always open up that idea of a seat at the table because I want people to have that platform to tell their stories the way mm-hmm. they want to tell it. Mm-hmm. and nobody can tell that for us right so and the best person who can s- to explain what they've been through and who they are is themselves mm-hmm. in their own voice so a seat at the table I had two other names that I thought because I know it was about conversation I knew it was about conversation <laughs> comfortable casual community-based conversation and so that's how I pitched it that's how I derived that because it kept coming to me mm-hmm. I had other I had like a uh, conversation with cocoa that's what the kids call me um, conversation
0: with cocoa conversation that's what i had <laughs> I like and it. i had, I I had it. and
1: i and then i had coffee and cocoa because i had i was going to do like a uh, one of the local coffee um oh, okay. makers you know we do a brew of the week and we talk around coffee yeah, yeah. but i'm not a coffee drinker but so <laughs> cocoa Coco is more so you know like i said my nickname but yeah. it also ties in food yeah mm. So that's kind of wanted to get around the table and talk about food, and yeah, then yeah. you know, and then break bread with conversations. So yeah, that's yeah,
0: kind of cool. Well, see, at the table, kind of <laughs> embrace encompasses a lot of that those elements, though, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. It right,
0: does.
2: Now you mentioned um, when we first met, you were telling us an inspirational story about your grandmother, who I guess <laughs> is now eighty four. Is that yes, yeah
1: 83. <laughs>
2: 83. But she's she in me. school or going back to school? Yes,
1: she is, and it's yeah. always been her dream. She's always wanted to be an educator, a teacher. She had kids, mm-hmm.
3: she had seven mm-hmm. kids.
1: Uh, you know, adopted others. You know, foster cared. She's always been focused on her family and she always knew that one day she would like to do that and so at 75 yeah 75 she went back to school oh wow and she's been doing it ever since math public speaking um, computers (laughs) (laughs) you know which came into play because when COVID happened that's how we all try to connect communicate and zoom and facebook Mm -hmm. and all that stuff Mm -hmm. so she kind of had to get to that place she embraced um, it she did and yeah. she was comfortable. She didn't know everything, but she was. And so now she's just thriving. She does, you know, prayers at church. She does um, sharing her story. You know, my grandmother went through almost the health scare, which I thought more so happened because of the family.
3: Mm-hmm. What
1: we were going to do in that moment, either we're going to break apart or come together. Yeah. Or come together. I don't mm-hmm. think it was about her, if I if I can put it that way. So we always rally around her. She's the gathering point right yeah, now.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, we always have Sunday dinners at her house. And it's yeah. a full house. <laughs> but there's always plenty in our food. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, well, yes, I'm very proud of her.
2: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a great insp- inspirational <laughs> story for us all. But with that being said, Black women are, are the anchors of our communities yes, in Nova Scotia. Are. Talk about how your elders contributed contributed to you to give you the confidence to put yourself at the forefront. I know you said you struggled with being the person that you are now back then. So was it a combination of things that really made you step into yourself?
1: Well, I've, okay, I guess I should clarify, I've always liked me, I've, I've, you know, I never had those depressing moments, you know, those low points. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm not saying that to be better than anybody. I'm just saying, no, no, no. I've never had that. But What I did come to understand, there's always been women in my life who have left an imprint on my heart, left an imprint on my life that was lasting, whether it was something that they said, something that they did, something that I caught at the corner of my eye that really blessed me. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I'll add that. I tried to weave that in so that I could be that person. So Mm -hmm. it could have been a single person, a single mother at church who I see, you know, struggling to raise their kids in the ways of the Lord, right, by herself, but she's doing it. She's pushing through it and trying to do this right. Whether it's, you know, a woman that I see on the street who shows love and affection towards her husband, that's not always the case that we get to see. But that tells me there's always a hope and a promise to find some good love. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I try mm-hmm. I try to look for I try to look for women who are strong in their faith because they're keeping their family together. And that mm-hmm. is the important thing, especially right now, keeping mm-hmm. the family unit together. And as strong black women. You know that always rests on our shoulders. Yeah, is that is that the natural order of things? Maybe not, but that's that's the way it is right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's um, you know, looking at the example of uh, of my history, the 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 matriarch of my family was my grandmother, yeah. and um, your story sounds awfully familiar because you know that's where we went to have Sunday dinner, and yeah. you mm-hmm. know she was the one that we gathered around. She was the one that. Um, Held our faith, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, deaconess at the local church, she was a, a community leader. Yeah.
3: Um.
0: So you know, it, it was uh, you know, it was not to bring the conversation down. It was a huge loss when we lost when our family lost her.
1: Absolutely.
3: Yeah. yeah. And um,
0: losing that that linchpin that held everyone together, you know. Mm-hmm. It. Uh, yeah.
1: I think of a story, and I'll share this, I was 12, I'm gonna cry, <laughs> but what my grandmother did for me in that moment was was awesome. So we were 12, kids, Sunday school, sitting up on the balcony, my grandmother's downstairs, we're in church, and it's, I think it's, I don't know, if it's Easter Sunday or something, because there's a lot of people at church. But we are just being kids. My cousins on this side, and my school friends on this side, and they're back and forth talking and whatever, you know, doing things we're not supposed to be doing. So anyhow, <laughs> I heard an altar car from Reverend Donald Spear, who's now passed on, but you know, one oh, of yes. the long yes, you guys know. Yeah. So, you know, he's this big voice is thundering through, will you come? Will you come? And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, like what what is that? As a kid, that's kind of scary and intimidating. <laughs> so anyway, I finally got up out of my seat, which felt like a tug of war, um, and went to the altar. And I was crying and I covered my face, you know, kind of thing. I just stood there and my grandmother comes up. I didn't even see her. She comes up and she squeezed me for more than 30 seconds. And when you hold somebody for 30 seconds, it releases something. Mm-hmm. And I remember her in my right ear saying, God, use her. That stuck with me. That still gets me to this day. Mm-hmm. And then when we got home, this is this is the best part for me. She made the announcement to the family. This, this, like, this is what my baby girl did because I was the young, youngest of her. Um, that felt I felt like I just made her proud that I did something. I, and all I did was respond to what I heard. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so for me, you don't know that stuff. But back in the day, they used to make you go in the woods in the dark. And I'm thinking like my grandma said, no, we're not doing that because mm-hmm. she knew that there was a real connect, real experience. And she wanted me to tell it the way it happened, yeah. Which was the truth. Don't make anything up. Tell them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And so I think that's always been something that that resonated with me is her encouraging to tell the truth,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right? Let people know your story because they'll connect with it, however they connect with it. And yeah. I think I think that's also probably why a seat at the table got birth out of it's just telling truth. Yeah. Given that platform, these conversations that we're having now yeah. to share our stories, our yeah. commonalities.
2: yeah Yeah, for sure yeah Yeah. and and being vulnerable you know if you can do it in a comfortable space yeah you really do open up and you really see how you connect because sometimes your vulnerabilities can leave you to shy away and you think you're the only one dealing with it but that's not the case but uh having a seat at the table bringing that community together and that vibe is is really a good thing that you're doing it's important work and And for people to tell their story, you know. So and you and feel? you got good vibes, girl. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> so how did you all feel? I'm sorry, I know I'm not the interviewer, but
2: how,
0: no, did, you how did you all
1: feel? How did y'all feel? Did you feel at home?
0: Yeah, definitely. You you uh <laughs> you um right from the get, you know, you you welcomed us and you welcomed us to the table. And uh, I think your vibe was natural. Mm-hmm. Um I think we had a great conversation. Yeah, we did. Definitely, yeah, yeah. So it it was it was great. It was a great experience. Definitely, yeah. I I think and Jay was really juiced. Because he got to perform there, Matt. <laughs> he did. Yeah, and I got yeah.
1: lots of good response to that. So.
0: Oh, really? Like, cool. Yeah, I did. Thanks. We are like, who's <laughs> them guys? <laughs> That's cool. Wow. No,
1: we, we
2: yeah, we listened to the interview. It was great. You guys did you a great job. You happy with it? You're happy yeah, with it? Yeah, it. Cool. Oh, it was cool. Yeah. It was a good, a good all around vibe. Like, you know, there's, we're talking about important stuff and keeping it light and, right. you know, and just, <laughs> just doing what you just described, you know? Um, you know. My sister
1: ne- said, when I came home, my sister said, you had your mouth all over that. My Them boys made you laugh.
2: <laughs> she said,
1: you must have really enjoyed that because you just let it all. And I think it listen. Sometimes it's just, again, like you said, the vibe. But, again, it's enjoying that moment with people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, yeah. and letting the natural thing happens, which is, you know, developing something. Because we don't yep. know what the future is going to hold for us. We know there's a future. But we don't yeah. know what's connected to that, right? True. So,
3: yeah. okay.
2: True, both, and yeah. you know, and one of the one of the other things too, even doing the bot- podcast, I'm sure you can relate is you know, as we do these (laughs) interviews with people and we're asking them questions, you, you listen more, you know what I mean? So, and you, and you see the flip side of how people are opening up and, you know, you kind of maybe have to delve a little deep to ask those questions, to get them to open up. So the rapport just becomes a natural thing. Like as people just as connecting, especially out of COVID, we do, we do ours on zoom, but there's always sort of been that great thing that, uh, ha- Having communication when we didn't have right, it, right. you know.
0: Uh, I've always been a good listener, though. So uh, true, <laughs> true, yeah, true.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, the common thing that I hear people say when I, whether they ask me to be on the show or where I'm thinking, okay, let's let's, you, they'll be great for the show, whatever. However, it comes to phone, they're like, yeah, but I'm shy. I don't know what to say, and I know yeah. that they do, right? So it's even in that conversation when we're talking, and I say, see what we're doing right now. Yeah. that's what the show's about
3: mm-hmm. yeah
1: oh so when yeah. they get in there they're all nervous you know everybody yeah people know what who they are where they're from you know but they yeah. seem to stumble over that yeah, yeah. and then yeah. when we get past segment one they're having fun i'm oh yeah. going what a great experience yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: that is one thing with uh this type of um this type of format it's a, a lot of it there's a lot of preparation um and there's a lot of reaching out yes. Uh, how do how do you find that? Like, uh, is
1: I, it,
0: is, but is it natural for you?
1: Yeah, or? like it it just seems like I've never really had to chase people. I've always tried to have somehow. We, it just okay. I think it's the person, and then I run into them.
3: It's like thing,
1: right. okay, right? Or I'll somebody will say after you know listening to a show, it's like how does one get on your show? Or I'm talking to somebody, and what I'm hearing. Is great material, great story to share. It's like, you know, you should consider coming on my show. Mm -hmm. like what we were talking about, what we just talked about. So yesterday I was in a community meeting, uh, the community mobilization team. And we have little pockets in each community, but we work together. So when a crisis happens, we come together to kind of help mobilize and stabilize community, you know, whether they're out of sorts and just going through stuff. And they brought in a special speaker and she's a a mental health nurse. Mm. So we talk about mental health. I ask people all the time, you know, what their thoughts, feelings are. I can ask the questions, but I can't give special professional advice or anything Mm -hmm. like that. I can let them tell the stories where they are. But when I uh, spoke with her, I said, you know, I really would love to have you on the show so we can speak to some really good things. And her vulnerability is what attracted me to her.
3: Mm -hmm. Right. She has a son
1: who's in jail. She has a son Mm. who's, you know, struggling with, you know, who he is. Yeah. And yet, you know, she's in this high level of position that she can speak to that and share her story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's always about helping those who are listen. I don't know who's out there listening, but mm. I hope that we will leave them, you know, in a better place, not a bitter place.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You no. Know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, having these conversations is a good thing about everything, you know, Derek and I have different guests on talking about different topics of conversation, but it all lends to the same place of us being able to express it and uh, not keep everything inside. And uh, you know, that's a little bit of a stigma. I mean, it's a little bit more, but it's getting better.
1: (laughs) Right. Mental
2: health is being more, it's more accessible than it was before. And maybe, you know, the parents are getting a little bit softer and sort of helping and guiding their children towards whatever Mm -hmm. they may need, you know, because they learned from their past right but uh yeah these are all good things because they reopen doors that uh we never thought to open before ones that we thought we were were closed you know so we're at i think we're at a an important time you know for for everyone to lend their voice
0: also just on the flip side um you know conversations like these are not an unusual thing for our community in Nova Scotia, our, our black community in Nova Scotia. These these are conversations that were happening around the kitchen table. Yeah, very you true. You know, with yeah, our, with our elders, point. right? Yeah, um, absolutely. A lot, you know, um I was always a really quiet kid. So I was the kid in the corner that was listening to all this stuff. <laughs> but uh I remember I remember, you know, my family having similar conversations while you know while they're playing dominoes or whatever. Yeah, you know true. in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh so this is these these are just uh, extensions, yeah, of our of our history. You know,
2: carrying oh oh on the traditions that we already grew up with. It's it's funny how that happens, man. You you really do become a product for your environment. You know, right? Um, yeah,
1: you do. So very true. When you guys do your, um, I'm going to ask you the same questions.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, is there a struggle? Or like, do you guys stay on the same topic? do you have different varieties? Like, how do you, cause I thought about how, what's the content of the show and do I want, you know, it to be known for, or just a broad sense. Cause I like common everyday people to yeah. call it just is like, you know, what's happening right now. Um, but, but make it where it's inviting. So how mm-hmm. do you guys, what's your, well, we're, we're quite
0: broad. Um, you know, when we, our first year at it, the first, um, what was it like 30 odd episodes we really tried to zero in on um topics that surrounded the black community in nova scotia exclusively um and then the second group of uh podcasts i know from around 30 to 40 we really tried to expand a little bit more and encompass uh like we we had um um uh a young woman talk about the residential schools uh right. and it, you know the indigenous population
3: mm-hmm.
0: um we've had uh health professionals we've talked about critical race theory and things of that nature and we've all in as well we've uh from jay's uh uh influence we've had uh, a few artists on as well that are, are relatively well known and just getting their artistic spin on things and as well as their your voice on what's going on in our community as well
3: right. mm-hmm. um yeah. so
0: we it um it's kind of expanded to to um look at you know what people of color are dealing with in canada um but you know we always come the linchpin is nova scotia and our community in nova scotia yeah um it always comes back to that yeah it does
2: yeah, I, yeah, we're definitely taking that spirit with us and sort of lending it to something else. And, you know, just with everything that's going on in the world, like it's broadened my horizons, just in the sense of looking at things from the standpoint of political, of, of right. systemic yeah. racism, right. all those things I knew were going on. But it forced us to delve a little bit deeper into why these things continue to keep happening, happening. And, you know, uh, I think we should talk about them talk about what? them talk about them talk about them you know
1: you know when i think about that like in terms of the science class we put things under a microscope mm-hmm. and we study them out right and we really see what they're made of and we'll really see what's creeping and crawling around in there some people don't uncomfortable with that yeah true you know like you put you you put them on they're exposed i guess in some way yeah. or you dissect you know <laughs> how gross yeah. how ugly but because sometimes you have to get to the heart of a thing right yeah um I was sitting in the office today and, and one of the coworkers asked me this question. So I might bring somebody on the show to talk about that. What do you think about this thing about the black excellence in school, Nicole? What do you think about wearing black? And, and some people are bothered by that, right? Cause mm-hmm. tomorrow is supposed to be black excellence day in, in the school. Yeah. And they're like, who's making these decisions for us? And who's, you know, who, how is this a good idea? It's like the same thing as, you know, black history month. We're not just black for a month.
3: Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. If you
1: want us to celebrate something we've been living our whole life. Mm-hmm.
0: But just um, we had a guest on uh, <laughs> a little while ago, and we got to, we got to reach out to her again because she she expressed a a desire to come back. But um, we we talked about how we kind of swim in in the sea of the the. Cultural majority, okay. right? We we mm-hmm. kind of we we, sit, we swim in a sea of whiteness,
3: right.
0: right? And she said, yeah. And you know, some of us sink, some of us swim well in it. And she said, yeah. They're they're giving out awards for people that swim well in it yeah that's that's, that's your black excellence <laughs> yeah yeah
1: that's yeah. a good one yeah, that you know I'm going back with my answer on that one I said leave it with me I'll get back to you yeah there you <laughs> but go yeah, it's that's a, a good one no that's yeah. no honestly and these are touchy subjects like I don't know if they're expecting people to walk on those ideas and, and get all excited about it but these are mm. you know like e- even my boss said to me she said Nicole I had to write a letter to um the principal now she has a relationship with this principal and she had to break she said I had to break it down to them because they don't know. And and we're supposed to just accept these things and go along yeah. with these things, right? Mm-hmm. But there's more to it than just that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? It is. There's feelings yeah. attached to it. There's history attached to it. Yeah, yeah.
2: it goes a lot. And, it goes deep.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it necessarily. I understand, like, of course, we want to celebrate Black excellence. excellence. Um, and even we're in conversations right now to to have our own award show to recognize people in areas of business, film, business—you know what I mean—have our own award show. You know, mm-hmm. minus the Will Smith and all of that <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: no slap. We're we
1: gonna do it right. <laughs> we want to do hand clap and not yeah, hand yeah,
2: clapping, yeah. Right? yeah. Soul so. clap, not soul slap. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Will that, that one.
1: That one. That one. <laughs> No, but even, you know, that, and bring me on the show again, if you guys are having this conversation about this whole Will Smith thing, or it's probably a dead subject at this point, but I don't think it'd ever be because we, we, you know, family don't fight in public.
0: No, no, it's true. And we shouldn't do that.
1: Deal with it. I'm not saying don't deal with it, deal with it, but don't drag all that stuff out in the street. There's enough out in the street already. Yeah, very true.
0: Find a yeah, way really to kind of
1: like express your feelings Let you know, how I feel, I remember a long, long time ago, we were only little, but my sister got mad at me and I didn't care. She said, I'm <laughs> mad at you. And she said, I'm going to be mad at you a whole week. I said, and after that week ago, we'll be talking again. And then she yeah. just and guess what? Talking to me in an hour later. So
3: like, <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? Like, so we have got to be okay when people, you know, get in their feelings yeah. that it's not the end of the world.
3: Yeah, but it's nothing
1: yeah. to kill them over. It's nothing yeah. for us to kind of stop speaking over. But some people's hearts get really hard over mm, that stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 You know? I mean, it's, trauma. Tra- tra- sorry, no, uh, go ahead. Go ahead yeah, yeah, trauma is just a real thing that, that yeah. a lot of people are carrying. And you know, sometimes we don't even know know we're carrying it. Despite family trauma, you got the trauma of the world that can like there's a collective trauma that we all go through too, you know? Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. that finds its that finds its way. It leaks yeah. into everything else, right? And if you got yeah. one part you're dealing with, it leaks into other things, and then you might have that moment of truth, like why did the straw break the camel's back? Because there's right. a million other ones <laughs> underneath it. You know what right I'm saying? On. You know that's that's how you that's break, break little, it down to a simple science. <laughs> it just, oh, Jay
0: Jones, he's full. But anyway, yeah. You know, <laughs> full of, uh, the, uh, <laughs> that sentiment, Nicole, though, that sentiment of family doesn't fight in uh, public, though. It, um that bond that brings us together as a community in Nova Scotia, I, it's funny because like, I, I think about it differently now, but back in the day it's like, well, you know, they're from here. I'm from the North end. I'm, or it even got even smaller than that. I, I, I I'm, I live around Mulgrave park. Those, those (laughs) they're, they're down by the square. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: like yeah. it was always separating man why, right, there's, right. there's more that there's more that links us together than separates right. us but that's, back in the day right. oh my goodness man mm-hmm. we were all into separating ourselves yeah. man territories yeah. yeah well
1: it's funny that you say that because i remember we, we were just talking about this the other day how my grandmother i don't know why but she let us go stay over our cousin's house who lived in margaret park mm. so we were excited right because we didn't think we were staying overnight she left us there
3: <laughs> so, so and she did
1: mama you might be hearing the story but i'm telling the truth so <laughs> and but they had a party right so that was one way anyway it was fine we all you know we hung up with our cousins stuff like that but here's the thing we always thought halifax was bad like that Man. was the worst place to yeah. go margaret yeah. park and then so the first night one of the neighbors had a heart attack so that even fortified it even more. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, get us out of here. Right. Yeah. So there, oh, it was, oh, it was just like one thing after the other that was trying to make it appear that that place, that community was bad. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But we, we stayed, we learned about communities. We made friends over there. So I feel that when you tough things out, you don't let that fear hold you or hold you captive. Yeah. You don't give into it. Right. You kind of work it out, okay. This is okay, we survived it or whatever. Now, do we go back and never stay over again? No.
3: <laughs> no, 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 yeah.
1: no, no. But it but we, it didn't stop us from going out. It didn't stop us, you know, from hanging downtown and whatever like that. But as a child, you know, if you're always here that something's this, something's that.
3: Yeah. You kind of go up
1: with that until you have your own life experiences that breaks that lie, you know, or, yeah, or, or yeah. crushes that lie. Yeah. But you can see it through your own truth, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Sometimes you gotta unlearn what we were we were taught. Right. You know? That yeah. one, that yeah. one. Yeah. 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 So so yeah. true. So yeah. true. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Cause we become conditioned, right? Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. Stuck. or stuck. Or stuck. Stuck. Yeah. 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 There's a lot yeah. of
1: stuck people out here, y'all. Very much
2: yeah. so. Yeah. 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 There
0: is. Nicole, thank you very much for coming on and uh pleasure. giving us a little bit of your voice. Do you have anything before we wrap up?
1: I, I mean, I thank you both actually. Um, I feel that we'll be friends for a, for a long time. So I really appreciate that element yes, coming out of yes. this. Um, and for your listeners, you know, I just want to encourage people to be true to yourself. I know you hear this all the time, but love on yourself. You owe yourself that don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on yourself yeah. and, uh, you know, your family, that's, that's your bedrock right there. So, if you got people who are out there straying and don't know how to find, open the door so they can come back home.
2: That's mm-hmm.
3: all I would
1: say. Awesome. Down home. Yeah. Down <laughs> home. Word, <laughs> word to the
2: mother. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh Nicole, you know. Uh, you're just a good vibe good energy uh, a good soul uh, doing so many good things for your community and bringing people together that's important it's important that element of community because you know although we've been expats for a while when we went back we saw some of that uh, not really there but you know, your proof that it still is there and what is left is worth fighting for. And at least to continue that Absolutely. spirit and, uh, you know, those things where the next generation can be taught those things to open up and be themselves and being true to yourself is, 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 is the truest thing you can do. And sometimes it takes, it's a little bit of a journey, but, uh, you know, it's not a race, it's a marathon, but right. when you have people that are talking about these things and inspiring each other, then you know we're we're in the right place to be. Thanks for coming on. And uh, you know, it's good to return the favor. No, Thank my you, Nicole. pleasure.
1: Anytime you need me, I'm here.
2: All right. All right. We'll be in
1: okay.
2: touch.
0: Okay. You have been listening to Down Home. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: You
2: we're breaking you. high plateau from the one down below to the future of the funk getting lost in the flow contact with the spot my gex now it's time to flex with the force from the soul reaching all aspects getting deep no time to sleep as you reach your next phase laying it all on the line new trail start to blaze it's a fire inside a brand new path breaking down the sum to one feeling free i just laugh with the joy of a beat boy just kicking it live a connection
0: so the, the song trend. Breaking new ground like new magic from the breakdown. Like a
2: diamond in the rock. ready to drop a perfect gem. It's time to shine so fine to see what you find. Revolution starts with
3: the evolution.